Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, 
it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Jet sweatshirt? I do. Look how cute. Did Santa bring you that? No. Well, yes, Mrs. Claus. She gives the best gifts. Yeah. But it needs a little rhinestone over the eye. I would I would like the whole thing rhinestone. Yeah. So. It would be. Oh God. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do it. I mean, do you think I I wonder if I still can stone like a mother? Oh, I'm sure you can. It's like riding a bike. We will never forget that shit. We stoned no. every day for how long? And this episode, especially, I was dying because, like, those costumes were freaking gorgeous. And we made them. Like, we yeah. made every single one of them. Yeah. Well, I must not have been a very good girl because Mrs. Claus didn't get me one of those shirts. Well, I believe that we have other ones coming in the mail shortly, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't get a bitch yet. Well, I bought mine. We should have. Well, I'm going to buy one. We, we should have got ones that said bitch one, bitch, and bitch two, two. And then everybody else should have got the bitchettes. I wonder if they would change it for us. It said bitch number one and bitch. I bet you we could get this I bet done. they would. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's don't yes. order a bitchette. Order a bitch number one and I'll get a bitch number. I'll get You're the one, you get one. the two. Yeah. Right. And then we can have them. And then ours are one of a kind. I'll put it on my list. Okay. I hope everybody got their cute little merch I for, um, for Christmas. I love that everyone's like, hey, uh, by the way, could you in the future do some that don't have the word bitch on them? <laughs> Why? You can't wear these to preschool when you're teaching your three-year-olds? It's not frowned upon. Ah. Oh, my. Yeah, we'll have to think of something. Should we admit the times when both of our children swore when they were like three? Uh, yeah. We were decorating for Christmas. Oh, right. What did she say? Well, I was putting garland on my railing. She was helping me. And one uh -huh. of the ornaments fell and broke. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Brandy looked at me and she's like, oh my God, she got that from you. <laughs> uh, yes, she did, darling. She did. Chloe called somebody a fucking bitch, I think, in like preschool. I, not to their face, but to me. She's like, she's a fucking bitch. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We do not say such things, cupcake. But you do, mom. I know. I was like, that's a term of endearment in our house. Blah. Oh, well. So mothers of the year over here. Yes, we are. I bet Holly's children never said fucking bitch. Probably not. No. 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 Holly got a little sassy in this episode. Yeah. 
I liked it. I like when Holly gets sassy. Oh, me too. Me too. Well, before we get into this episode, let's start off by thanking some of our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our exclusive Patreon channel where they get behind the scenes look at some of our content that we had from way back in the day. You get the after party where Kelly and I share even more about our lives. Uh, You also get video if you want to watch us record Back to the Bar. And then our Diamond Level patrons also get a video of us doing the after show. So there's lots of great content there now. My God, I think it's like three three months worth or something insane yeah. over there. Or not three months, Jesus, like a year and a half. Three seasons, yeah. Yeah, three seasons. So go over there and subscribe and it helps to support the show. And you also get a shout out from us. Like we're going to thank Sarah, Nicole, Lucy, Mia, Ashley, Ash, Taylor, Rachel, Emily, Emma, Tatiana, Caitlin, Allison, Ricky, My Pumps, another one, uh, Mia. We've had a couple of My Pumps. Ice Coffee, I'm dead. <laughs> Mary, Princess Gatewood, Katie, David, Nev, Camry, Senna, Lisa, Camilla, Evan, Hannah, JC, Tanea, Kaysen, Jennifer, Ryan, Caitlin, Sydney, Kylie Ray, Mega Megster, Carly, Molly, Shelby, Sarah and Bree, Nicole, McKenna, Savannah, OMG, Al, Kirby, Malika, Gabrielle, Megan, Leah, Vanessa, Stephanie, Anna, Rosa, Katie, Sophie, Jacqueline, Hannah, Emma, Brooklyn, Ellie, Brandy, Danielle, Jessica, Crescens, Mary, and then we'll do Anika, Mary, Akima, Vitor, Michaela, Shannon, NL, Jenna Loves Broccoli, Emily, Lily, Jamie, Miranda, Ella, Samantha, Emily, Callista, Raul, Taylor, Sophie, T-Dolls, Lily, Satya, Chloe, Grace, Tabitha, Caitlin, Jenna, Sydney, Quincy, Meg, Shreya, Hannah, Perry, Renegade, Katie, Maddie, Julia, Alima, Julia, Leah, Alexandria, Jess, Karina, Mia, Angela, Jackie, Ken, Bex, Nurse Sammy, Elizabeth, Madison, Donatia, and Ahmed. Thanks, guys. Gosh, there were some crazy names in there today. Yes, and I always worry so much that I'm going to screw up your names. So if I mess up your names... Yeah, no, I would. So it's a good thing you're reading them. I'm so sorry if I mess up your names. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I do my best, you know? Yeah. I'm just over here doing my best. I'm just a girl. Isn't that a TikTok trend right now? Oh, I don't know. I don't watch TikTok. I'm just a girl. Clara has said it about 900 times. Oh, really? I'm just a girl. I'm like, what does that even mean? She's yeah. like, I'm just a little girl. I'm like, okay, stop. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> All right. So, Kel, what you drinking? I'm boring. Yeah, but you have your matte glass. Matt bought us a little our glass, so I figured I'd use it again. Because last I time I did champagne, but it's a wine glass. So I got this. Did you say the same thing? No, mine says I'm on the verge of needing a drink. Ah, yeah, okay. I like mine. I like yours, wine. Steve. Yeah, this is your favorite saying. Hands we- down, my favorite moment from Dance Moms. Because it is so not. Anything that could even remotely be scripted and it had nothing to do with the story. <laughs> so it is just... It just came to me. <laughs> hey, Steve! I know I where know, I go. I know you... You that drove the bus to wine fast! It's hands down my favorite moment. I am drinking Whispering Angel. But look at my pretty glass. I got these beautiful glasses 
for uh, Christmas. They're all, it's like a wide range of pink. They're champagne coupes or coupes. They're pretty. I just put wine in them. But yeah, there's like a dark purple. There's this pink. There's a light pink. And then there's like another color pink. So it like is like ombre when they're on the show. This, let me tell you, holds a lot of wine. Well, Matt obviously knows us. Yeah, it's like a jug of wine in there. Oh, I love a jug. Yeah. I meant to grab my glass and I forgot. So Matt, I will use it next year. I do, or next week. I do love the it glass. It will be I next year. <gasps> That's right. Next week will be next year. So we're- Well, everybody's listening to this on January 8th. We have not experienced the new year yet. So if anybody's concerned why we're not greeting the new year, it's because for us, it's still before January 31st or December 31st. But do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions, Cal? I do the same ones every year. Skinny. Yeah. Stop drinking. Yeah. Are you doing dry January? Oh, hell no. No, I don't. You want me to lose my mind? Yeah. (laughs) I don't do dry January. No. No. I, I never follow through with my resolutions. I need to like pick something easy, like don't read too many books or something. Oh, okay. I, I, I might be able to keep up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a history lesson in this episode and uh, I'm excited to talk about it. I usually do, I mean, I usually do something self, self-help, self but I think this year I am going to do, I'm going to make choices that make me happy. There you go. Because I feel like I know I am a people pleaser. I think all moms tend to put everybody else's needs before their own. And I've really been watching and learning and observing. And it seems like when you put yourself first and make you happy, first of all, I think it's a great example if you have kids to show that like you do value yourself and you're important. But Definitely. I also think if you're happy, it has a trickle down effect instead of you Everybody being Everybody around you is happy. Yes. Yeah. Well, they say happy wife, happy life. You know, I think that's really a true statement. I agree. I do agree. So that's my resolution. I'm going to make choices that I want to do that makes mm. me happy. I think I, I can do that. it. I like that. Yeah. I was saying to the other moms on the other podcast, I, I would like to do something, I don't know, like. I live at the beach. Like I I should go to the beach every morning and walk and just like clear my head and enjoy the sound of the water and things like that. I I never do that. How far do you live from the beach? Like depends on which one I go to. Probably 10, 15 minutes. It's not bad. No, no. I just, it's getting in the car and going, you know what I mean? And doing it. Yeah. But I, I think I should start to do that and enjoy more of what's available. Right. Yeah. Because like, you lived in Pittsburgh for 45 years. Yeah. And I never got out and did things. So here I can. Like, I need to just do it. And I think I would feel better if I just, like, walked along the beach and just thought about things and took time for myself, you know? Yeah. Not be on the phone. Right. And, and stuff like that. Just enjoy life. A couple years ago, I was getting up, it was summer, so it was nice here, but I was getting up early, like early, 5.30-ish, and I was going for a walk. There's this really nice walking path uh, through the parks and stuff here, and exactly what you said, not on the phone, not talking to anybody, not looking at social media, just being in my own thoughts, 
And I really think that there is something therapeutic about that. And I actually, every single day here, I go and I drive and I get coffee and everyone's like, oh, you love coffee. And I'm like, no, I actually don't. I, first of all, I drink tea. So I get tea a lot. But second of all, I like the routine of having 20 minutes in the car where it's quiet every morning. And I don't talk usually. I mean, I think I called you the other day because we were talking about something, but I usually do not talk to anyone. And I just spend that time like just being quiet. Yeah. Zoning out. Yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot when I drive. I Because people get in my car and they're like, you don't listen to the radio. Half the time, I don't even have the radio on. No. I just like it being silent. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. Let's get into this episode. Yeah. I think you're, you're recapping Yay. this one, right? No, you are. I thought I just did a bunch. Well, you did one because you screwed up the other one. Oh, okay. He has you on there. All right. All right. All right. I almost texted you about that. All right. And I thought, oh, you'll see that it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then I'm recapping. So here we Sorry. are, season three, episode 15. It's called The Politics of Dancing. And this was filmed in February, early February, which actually there is a point I want to make about the filming dates on here in a little bit. So we start off at the ALDC in Pittsburgh. We see the four days to competition and Abby's in Studio A, which she calls us into. And she walks in uh, and then the kids walk in and Abby points out that Asia was the first person to come into Studio A and her mom was the first person. And, you know, they are just the first ones to walk through the door. And I just want to point out, they line us up like that. Uh, exactly. I was going to say the producers had them go in first. Yes. But it's like, you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. You don't want to come in. They're look anxious at my, and yeah, amazing because they good people. Is that hysterical? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, oh God, Chloe's so funny. She just texted me and she goes, I just did the most idiotic thing I could ever do. And she wrote, I went into Sephora on this day, two days after Christmas and during the holiday break. She said, I literally can't move. Kids were following me everywhere. Everyone was taking pictures. And she said, I'm now hiding in a, a dressing room in Express Men. Ah, that's funny. Uh, it is funny. Because you know you can't go no. to the mall during Christmas. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, God. That's that so That and school funny. shopping. Oh, yeah. I know. I took Clara school shopping. And we had, it was like a hive of bees around us. That's us. We walked in and we walked into the food court. And it was like, we never got to Christmas shop because it was like, we had like a two hour time period and by the, we couldn't get out of the food court because one person would come up for a picture and then other people, mm -hmm. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I that's online really shop. funny. Yeah. I went into Sephora. Yeah. No, Chloe, those are bad choices. I could have told you that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So the good kids came in first, but again, like to point out that they were lined up that way. And then the rest of us hobble in. And in Jill's interview, Jill was killing me in her interviews in this episode. I really was into them. She said, I don't like Christy Ray. I know. <laughs> Just come right out and tell us, Jill. She said, and, and I usually will be like, well, because there's a couple times in this episode, I'm like, well, that was a Franken bit. Even Melissa, I don't think said everything that she said in this episode. But Jill, like the camera was on you. We saw your mouth moving. She said, yeah. I don't like Christy Ray. Yeah. She's been here a short period of time and she's already positioning herself to be Abby's favorite. But which is the same thing Jill did when she came. That's true. 
But I do love that Jill has really taken on ownership that she is just one of us, you know? She's like, how dare she? Right, how dare she, Jill? All right, so then uh, Abby congratulates Asia for winning uh, with her solo. Uh, well, she competed for the first time with the ALDC. And Abby said in her interview, at the last competition, Kathy's team received the only perfect score given, and it was horrible. Okay, that's a little dramatic. It it, it was deserved. Yes, but I mean, like, it was horrible. Just go with it, you know? Like, exactly. I mean, sometimes people are better than you. Everything in life is going to be that way, so. Any given Sunday, baby. Yeah. Any given Sunday. So then Abby says to the girls, how come four strangers that don't dance together on a daily basis that aren't taught by the same teacher come together, tell the story, connect with each other? You're all together every single day. I don't see that connection. I don't think some of you want to be here. And I certainly don't think any of you work hard enough. Go get them, kids. Yeah, but but in the same token, she could like change that to be like, Okay, Asia, uh, like, won, but she's not your student, and no. it's the same thing that Kathy just the one did. That she it's is just not the group. About, I want to light a candle, sorry. The one that she's bragging about being the winner isn't your student either. Yeah, she never taught. Yeah. So settle down, hot pants. Settle down. Yeah. So we get to Pyramid, and in last place on the Pyramid is Kenzie, because she didn't dance. I still want to know why Mackenzie got out of going. How, how did that happen? She did not go to competition last week. I just think, you know, and I was watching that today thinking. We had to like. But why wasn't Mackenzie, like, she doesn't dance for a while. No. But is it because Abby doesn't want Asia to beat her? Or is it because Melissa doesn't want Asia to beat her? Or what? Because the whole reason Asia was brought on, and we all know, is to, to make that conflict with Melissa right. and Christy and Asia and Mackenzie. Uh, but, excuse me. Could you please call her by her Christian name? Skinny Christy. Oh, sorry. I'm fat <laughs> okay. Christy. Okay, thank you. So but much better. I, I just don't understand. Like Mackenzie should have been made to dance because that was the whole purpose of bringing right. her on. And she didn't have to do solos against her or be in the group dance. Nope. In my opinion, it probably was Abby because I mean, let's be honest. Abby and Melissa had this conversation late at night. We know that when oh, no yeah. cameras were there. They were like, this can't happen. Or Abby was like, we're going to do all this stuff with Asia. Then Mackenzie can come in and have a big moment where she beats her. I mean, everything you have to understand. Abby is so calculated. It, it, she she even says it coming up to Maddie in the thing, in the practice when she's like, Something about politics being corrupt. Like, Abby's and the you do, most like corrupt. She says something like, you do know you're competing against Chloe or some, something. like Right. Which to me is so, so funny that Abby's always like, Chloe sucks. You know, she's no longer a great dancer. However, every time she's up against Maddie, she's like, you're competing against Chloe, you know. Like, oh, you better yeah. step up. Yeah. I thought I thought Chloe sucked. Make up your mind, Abs. Yeah. I'm trying to light all these candles and none are working. Why? Know, want some nice. romance? No, because it's nice to fucking sit here with candles lit. It's like pouring down rain outside. It's disgusting. And I'm going to be sitting at my desk for eight hours. I thought it'd be nice. Okay. So, yeah. But, again, everything with Abby is so fucking calculated. All right. So, Mackenzie's last. You're injured. You didn't dance. You stayed home. And then Melissa tells us in her interview, Mackenzie has an overuse injury and needs to rest her foot. Did the bone go away? But that's what I was saying last week. Like, it was overuse 
And then all of a sudden it was an extra bone and now we're back to it's I is. did not remember this foot going on for as long as it did. And I can tell you as someone who lived through this whole foot in real life, this was not a real thing. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll find out in the next episode. It miraculously is better. Right. And what I'm saying is not a real thing is like we saw the kids when the cameras weren't rolling and it was never like Mackenzie sitting in the corner with a boo-boo. It was she was running around being her same old self, but the cameras would roll and it was the foot. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a real thing. But I didn't remember that it went on for this many weeks. (laughs) Probably because she wasn't sitting in a corner. So my memory of it is just Mackenzie's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. when Paige was in a boot, I very much remember that because she was in a boot. When Chloe broke her foot was shoving it in a point shoe, I remembered that because it was like a short period of time. So next up is Brooke. And she's like, Brooke, you're 15 years old. And if you want to work harder, you'll get better. And the reason I pointed out the date of it being February 5th is Brooke had literally turned 15 like three days before exactly. or a week before. But Abby couldn't wait. To to be like, you are 15, you piece of shit. You need to be better. Yeah, her birthday's January 30th. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I was kind that's why I went back and I'm like, 15? Because she'd been talking about being 14 forever. Yeah. And I was like, when was this filmed? And I'm like, oh my God, Brooke literally had turned 15 like three days before. That's funny, I didn't realize that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Now next is Chloe. And she said, the trio should have won, but instead it placed second and you fell out of your turns and hit the floor before everyone else did. Did you watch the replay of that? I, I didn't notice that. She did not. I, I, yeah. I, like, why would they have showed the replay? Like, that was stupid. Well, I think maybe they showed the replay because she didn't. And they were like showing that Abby's like a liar. Yeah. But they usually don't make her look right but I look Kelly I'll take it they made her look stupid once great and I said in my interview I think the only way that Chloe will ever make it to the top of the pyramid again is she's if she's reincarnated as Anna Pavlova maybe I should have talked about that during you know that really really interesting um what was it the reincarnation dance last week so then it's Kendall She just says that you were part of the trio that plays second, but I couldn't listen to anything Abby was saying at this point because she had so much saliva in the corners of her mouth that it was distracting me. And somebody clearly went over and wiped it at some point because it was there and that it was gone. Yuck. Do you remember Tammy went up to her once and took her, because she was like screaming, and she took her fingers and slid them down the side of her mouth and flicked it on the floor and walked away because she was so pissed? Oh my God, Tammy, you deserve like a bonus for that. She just was like, I can't listen anymore of her screaming. So she just went like, and like flicked it. I was like, yuck. Puke. So then Maddie is fourth and she says, you were part of the trio too. What went wrong? That's it. Like just the trio. You suck at the trio. Then is Paige, which Paige is still third. Like she's been on top of the pyramid for a while here. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes, if I give you the responsibility to be part of the group routine, then work harder. What? Yeah. I didn't get that. I have a big question mark. I'm like, what? I don't even understand. I don't either. 
And then you say, I'm glad that Paige is moving her way up the pyramid. With me behaving myself and not fighting with Abby, it's paying off for my kids. Okay. Do, do you really think I said that? No. <laughs> there's a lot of pickups in this episode. Yes. And there's a lot of Franken bites or bits. Yeah. Lots. I was trying to like write them every time I saw them because there were. Yeah. Then Nia is second and she goes, you've been flying under the radar. You're here because you're like Switzerland. <laughs> She's an ass. <laughs> Holly goes, being second on the pyramid is a big deal. And Abby stole Nia's joy by saying it was because Nia flew under the radar. Yes, because she's rude. <laughs> and she says that to someone every week. Like, you didn't pull my eye in a good or a bad way. Or you flew under the radar. Like, every yep. week it's somebody. Yep. And then at the top of the pyramid is Asia. So she went from last to best. And she says Asia was the big winner, but her placement on the pyramid is a reflection of her score, not her legs and feet. Those things all need a lot of attention. And her placement is because of her dance teacher. Right. Abby. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. So then all of a sudden, Mackenzie starts crying and she says she feels dizzy. So Abby tells Mackenzie to stay off her foot and have a seat. And I'd like to ask you, Kelly... What do you think would have happened if Paige or Brooke or Chloe had cried during Pyramid? Well, we would be screamed at for sure. And, and you know, Kendall always got screamed at for that because Kendall always cried at Pyramid. Yeah, and I think Kendall's just an emotional kid. I, you know what I mean? I think she I just think she yeah. cries. Uh, and, yeah. and I am emotional like that. Like, sometimes pa I will cry because Paige I'm pissed. Too. And it's like my emotions are just welling up in me. Yeah, Paige is like that too. But I love that she cries and she tells Abby that she's dizzy. I know. But but the whole thing is usually because of the foot. Right. But now it's like her foot made her dizzy. Right. And Abby says, sit down, I'll, I'll get off that foot, that, that dizzying foot. But I'm just pointing out too that um, when Chloe won nationals, Maddie cried on stage. And said that she tripped and hit her foot on a trophy. Yeah. And they didn't show that. But she was crying in the dressing room. And Abby's like, oh, are you injured? Yeah. You know, when it's clear they're crying for yeah. other reasons. But they get an excuse where our kids are like, <gasps> you know. But you, you know what, Christy? I think it's better. Because I think that's them teaching Maddie and Mackenzie that there's something wrong with that. Like there's something wrong with showing emotion and stuff. Yeah. But that's normal. No, it is normal. If you feel emotional, show it. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. No, it's totally normal. Yeah. I just don't like that it's... I mean, like when Maddie would start to cry, they would take her into the dressing room. Right. Or into the bathroom. Like, why are you hiding it? Right. It's a normal reaction. They're kids. Yeah. I'm choking no, to death. I see that. No, it just was like, it was always a big deal. And it was always like, let's go behind the curtain. Let's yeah. run to the bathroom. It just was never like, oh, hey, it's okay. It, you know, don't worry yeah. about it. It, it. Like, honey, it's okay to have those feelings. It, it doesn't make you bad or. Yeah. And I mean, Mackenzie's what, seven? Like, she's freaking seven years old. She's upset. She's crying. Like, it's fine. Right. Right. Abby points out that Mackenzie was supposed to dance opposite of Asia in the group routine, but she didn't even say, Kenzie, you're not in this dance. It was just like, 
okay, we're done with this since since you're dizzy. And I thought it was interesting that it wasn't just like, oh, hey, let's see if you'll dance because it was always that kind of bullshit. Like, oh, will you dance? Won't you dance? It was just it was never even said like, okay, you're not dancing. It was just assumed or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so you're not dancing. So she's because her and Melissa figured that out the night before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so we know that. And then Jill says in her interview, Asia and Mackenzie are so much smaller than everybody else on this team. Uh, they both needed to be in the group routine in order to offset one another. They're like two cute little bookends. Which is true. You do need to have, if there's a tiny human, you need another tiny human. And and Asia was little. Or you have to put Mackenzie in the center. Right. You, you right. know, to make it, it work. Yeah. Okay, so now... We, oh, so then Abby gives us the routine assignments for this week. She says that everyone's in the group except Mackenzie. Free the people is the name of it. It's a contemporary. And she says the girls will portray conservatives and liberals, which that never really happens. So that's kind of, maybe that was the intention, but it didn't go that way. And then I say, clearly the ALDC ALDC is not a democracy. Abby is a totalitarianist. I'd like to point out that I obviously knew that reading 1984 in sixth grade was going to come in handy because that was the only time I've ever used or heard that word in my life. Yeah, I was thinking like, (laughs) where did you find that shit? Yeah, it was from a book that I had to read in school. You skipped that class. I did. Yeah. Also, did you notice I was wearing my my nail file? (laughs) Kelly just held up her nail file. Did you also notice that I obviously found out that we were doing patriotism because I was wearing my military jacket to pyramid oh I didn't pay attention I did I had on my military jacket I look like Napoleon so then Abby announces that after the results of last week's competition she'll only be putting her best foot forward and she inter she's not interested in being fair or trying to spread it around when was she ever fair or trying to spread it around exactly We we weren't expecting that Abby But I love that she's like, well, after last week, now I need to change my ways. Oh, okay. But but then you notice she makes Paige do the flag. What do you mean? Because she's trying to spread it around. I'm confused. Is that Uh, what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like like she's she's saying that, but then you know the only reason Paige would get that part is because nine times out of ten you're gonna screw it up whenever. Oh yeah, I. I have a whole thing about why I never wanted Chloe to have a prop. Yeah. I have like a whole five five paragraph essay about it. Okay. <laughs> the minute I saw that flag, I'm like, oh, fuck, please don't. Don't hand that to my child ever. Yeah. Do not give her the prop. Yeah. So they gave it to Paige. Yes. So Asia gets a solo called Ready for War. It's jazz. Maddie gets a contemporary solo called I'm Trying. I need to know. I need someone to explain to me. When Maddie gets a solo, what determines if the dance is contemporary versus lyrical? Because they all oh, the look same, the yeah. same. Yeah, I don't know. Just like Chloe will do hip hop in a few weeks and do turns in second yeah. in a pair of fucking boots. So somebody needs to explain to me where the categorization comes in because it like the math isn't mathing for me. Yeah. I think they just need to switch it up a little bit so they just say whatever. I think you're right. So in your interview, you go, I think it's strange that Paige is higher than Maddie on the pyramid, but Maddie was the one to get the solo. Yeah, Paige hasn't had a solo in a while. No, and she's been way up there. Yeah. Not that we want one. No, 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 I understand. Yeah, no, thank you. I understand. Well, you know, I have to bitch about it, but I really, I, me and my kids all loved when we didn't get a solo. 
Oh, same. Do you see when Chloe gets assigned to solo, I look like I'm going to throw up? <laughs> yeah. It was I'm so like, oh. Um, so Chloe's solo is, am I here to stay? Now, I want everybody to keep keep in mind that from this point forward, I do believe every single solo Chloe gets, the title is some sort of dig. Yeah. So, oh, but Maddie's are too. But they're a dig to the rest of us. Like. Right. Mine are a dig directly to my daughter. Where yeah. Maddie's is like, you all suck. I'm the winner. I'm the best. Yeah. And you're jealous. Yeah. I, I'm surprised she didn't do one called like, you're a bunch of jealous bitches. So I say in my interview, this is the first time in months that Chloe and Maddie are going head to head. And in my interview, someone needed a 911 eyelash rescue because my fucking eyelash is like dangling. I could see it fluttering in the breeze. My, my eyelashes were always horrible, but I actually didn't think, is it this week or next week? I didn't look horrible somewhere? No, I didn't. My No, my eyelashes, eye makeup actually didn't look bad because usually in my interviews, that's when I get my bug eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and I say it's because of my mask, my eyeliner. Uh-huh. Eyelashes. It wasn't too bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, great. Uh, well, mine's fluttering in the breeze in case anybody's worried, you know. And let's see what else. So it was great. And then we cut out because Abby dismisses us. Uh, Abby begins rehearsing with the girls. And we see a quick shot of Mackenzie laying on Melissa's lap in the dancer's den. And she's crying. And we see outside of the studio. And I would like to point out that outside of the studio, someone did not take out the trash bags. There's trash bags piled all around the studio. That was probably Fred. Yeah. I don't know. Was Fred still working at that point at the studio? I don't know. Well, somebody didn't take out the trash bags. Okay. So now we're upstairs. It's all of the moms. And Jill starts talking about, I fucking die for Jill. I really do. She's like, huh, Mackenzie's crying in Pyramid. And then you go, well, did you notice when? Uh, yeah. I'm like, shut up. Why do I talk? I just... <laughs> Start sucking on a lollipop or something when I'm up there. Why, why do either you nor or I talk? Uh, I need to stop. I love when I talk about shit that is literally none of my business. I, I know. None. Like, who cares? None of my business. Like, stop talking, dumbass. And then... But it was very true, what I oh said. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, it was obvious. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I got it. I, I don't know if I was acting there or not, but maybe I was. I'm not sure. And then in Jill's interview, she goes, Melissa's daughters can't be outdanced. So rather than having Asia and Mackenzie go head to head, Melissa pulled Mackenzie from the group. Smart, Melissa. This is why I like Jill in here, because she's saying okay, the same but, shit. But why is she allowed to pull her kid? Like, if I want to pull my kid, I am a horrible mother, and my kid don't want to dance, and I want them to be mediocre, because I don't want them to, you know, get better out there dancing. Yeah, Holly doesn't love Nia. Yeah, like I like I don't understand. And Melissa says, "Oh, I don't want her to dance." And, oh, okay, we won't. No, Melissa we'll, didn't even we'll... say it. Mackenzie's Mackenzie, her tears welled up. She said, "I'm dizzy," and now she doesn't have to dance. I mean, Brooke, it's like chisel down that bone, man. Grind down the bone. Yeah, our kids could have had the stomach flu, and Abby would have been like, "As you're turning in second, hold the barf bag up to your mouth and vomit in the bag." And if anything splashes on the floor, you're automatically disqualified. My $68,000 floor. Yep. Your mother has to replace it in cash. (laughs) Before she's allowed to leave the studio. 
Yeah. So we all walk in with wads of $10,000 packets. Oh, wait, what? Okay. So now in Studio A, Abby and Gianna and all the girls except Mackenzie are rehearsing. And Abby explains the group routine is loosely based on the political system. And then Abby tells the girls that when they go to competition, she often hears people say that the ALDC wins because it's all political and about who you know. And they are all standing there like, huh? Yeah. Nick, what are you talking about? Then I guess politics is life because it is about who you know. Hey, whatever it takes. Okay. Casting couch all the way. In Abby's mind. So upstairs, Jill's like, the ALDC is very political. The moms are campaigning to keep our daughters at the top. It's about dance. Which is true. And then Abby says in her interview, the group routine is a big patriotic number. Abby thinks it's important for kids today to realize that they have a voice. And that's when I threw my paper on the floor. Our kids are so not allowed to speak. Kendall speaks up later. and I know. I was very proud of it. Yeah. I, she explains why she did what she did. And she got kicked out of the room to go rehearse on her own. So I was very voice. proud of Kendall for saying something. Because usually they don't. They no. sit there and just like bite their tongue and she yeah. actually said something so good for her yeah yeah and then Ab- oh here's where abby says i originally planned to portray four conservatives and four liberals but she doesn't know what to do with asia now that Mackenzie is injured and won't be dancing blah 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 all right so then asia starts rehearsing her solo ready for war and abby tells asia that she's playing rosie the riveter and explains who that is And you and I are talking about it briefly upstairs and I'm like showing you my muscle and you are staring at me absolutely blank face. (laughs) I wish I had a compilation of all of the unseen Christy and Kelly moments upstairs. (laughs) Because we really just lived in our own little bubble up there. We did. We did. <laughs> so you're just staring at me. And I know at some point you're like, I don't fucking read, Christy. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. So then Abby tells Asia that she needs to be strong and blah, blah, blah. And then in her interview, Abby's always like talking about Asia being hot and sassy. Yeah. And it makes me feel weirdly uncomfortable. Yeah, she's so little. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I think Asia could have been Rosie the Riveter because she's one tough cookie. And then here we go with some puns because Asia's finished finished dancing and Abby tells her to send in her coworker. So here comes Chloe. Am I here to stay? And Abby talks to her about her solo. Are you here to stay? Are you coming out an amazing dancer? Time will tell. What? Yeah, she did. And then Abby says, Chloe is holding a national title and needs to dig down deep in order to beat Maddie. I personally think she needs some good choreography, but what do I know? And then I say, Chloe is the underdog. Abby plays favorites and Chloe is certainly not one of them. I upstairs look frazzled. My hair is sticking up. My face is all pit. I look like I just, I, I don't, I don't even know. I just, I look frazzled. I didn't think you did. Oh, I did. So then Maddie comes in and her solo is I'm trying. And in Abby's interview, she goes, Maddie is trying to get the overall high score at the upcoming competition. Chloe is holding a national title and that's all Maddie wants, which is foreshadowing for nationals. So Christy asks if Chloe and Maddie get compared a lot. And I say that Abby used to compare them last season. And Jill says that Chloe and Maddie are Abby stars who score the highest. And I say that Abby doesn't give Chloe a lot of credit the way she used to because Abby hates me. And Jill insists that Abby gives Chloe a lot of opportunities. And I said, to me, I wasn't saying that she didn't get opportunities because clearly she got opportunities on the show. What I'm saying is that Abby does not give Chloe a lot of credit. 
because every word out of Abby's mouth is negative about Chloe. Yeah. Regardless of how she scores. I think Abby really and truly in her brain thinks that that makes the kids more ambitious about doing good and stuff. But she doesn't do it to Maddie. And so that's where I use my basis of comparison. Yeah. That she doesn't really think it or she would do it to the Zigglers. Yeah, I guess. So in Holly's interview, she says, Abby's making it clear that the pressure's on Chloe to beat Maddie this week. And she says, clearly she's not on the same level playing field because Christy's not Melissa. That is true. I'm not. I'm not. Nor do you want to be. No. And then Jill says, at this point, it's anybody's game and nothing is scarier than a dance mom under pressure and you get a great shot of me. Meanwhile, I don't even fucking open my mouth Yeah. in this episode, but I'm terrified because I'm a dance mom under pressure. And then, oh, and here's where Abby says to Maddie in Studio A, you know, you're dancing against Chloe. And she goes, remember, sometimes people play dirty when they're talking about politics. And how many times has Abby played dirty in her life? Yeah, but did she mean Chloe was going to play dirty? Probably. Like, when has Chloe ever played dirty? No. No, never. But I think it's funny that I think Abby played dirty, like, with the music and with... Oh, hell yeah! You know, like, all those nasty little things that she did. But it's Chloe who might play dirty. Okay. Yeah. Which, what is she going to do? Well, first of all, they would not have the opportunity to do that. No. No. Absolutely not. No. And secondly, Chloe is not like that, so she would never do that. No. But we have to pretend that she is, which is fine. So anyway, now we have a commercial and we come back and we are at Melissa's house. And Maddie and Mackenzie are in the living room and Mackenzie has a inflatable cast on her foot and I literally fainted <laughs> I yeah. Kelly I have no words I know. Uh, how what where how is this happening I know I just don't even understand so Mackenzie has a boot like an inflatable cast and then Melissa walks in the living room and Maddie's doing homework and she's like you can do it in the car you know, and they're talking about doing it on the way to dance. And then Melissa tells us in her interview, she's thinking about homeschooling Maddie McKenzie so they can have more time for extracurriculars like dance, voice, and piano. And for themselves, I was cracking up at they can have more time for themselves. What what kid is like, I need more time for myself. <laughs> but what what is funny is she's considering doing this because... She has been pulling Maddie out of school, like Abby said in her thing. Right. She pulled her out of school every day. So it only made sense for them to be homeschooled because right. Maddie wasn't going to school, basically. Right. Of course. So, yes, absolutely made sense. It was already kind of happening. So by going to homeschool, it, it was actually better because, you know. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, Maddie says in her interview, oh no, I'm sorry. Melissa tells Maddie McKenzie that Tracy's coming to talk about homeschooling. And then it kills me that she keeps saying, you'll have more time for dance. You'll have more time for dance. You'll have, you'll have more time for dance. And then in her interview, she's, Maddie says, I really want to be homeschooled. Even though my mom says it's school that comes before dance, I say that dance comes before school. I feel like that was a pickup. I don't, I don't know if I truly believe that Maddie said that like on her Yeah, own. I don't know. Yeah, they probably just made her say it. 
Yeah. Um, so then Tracy arrives, and Tracy was actually our tutor that season. Yeah, that we never got to see. No, no, that was our tutor in theory. She was our tutor in theory. Well, she she did that, but then uh, my sister ended up being yeah homeschooling. Yeah, which you know I know ended up being um you know she ended she's still friends with your sister because of that. Yeah. So Tracy arrives, they start talking about homeschooling. Tracy explains the structure of homeschooling, that you're going to still do all the same subjects, but you have more flexibility for activities like dance. And Melissa keeps saying, like, they both want to do it. They both want to do it. They both want to do it. And the Mackenzie's like, I'm going to miss my friends. Which is normal. For yeah, they're kids. Yes. Seven-year-old. It's gonna, that, that's their social thing. out Because at this point, dance wasn't really like a social thing. No. Because they it were so work. isolated. Yeah, and it was work. And, like, we weren't allowed to communicate with the other kids at the studio. Or... No. No. God, no. Are you kidding? So it's, my kids – it made my kids actually love school more. Like, my kids couldn't wait to go to school. Yeah, because they got to be normal. Yeah. Yeah. They they totally got to be normal. Yeah. Okay, so we, we wrap up. The girls sing Tracy. They get ready to go to dance. So now it's three days of competition and we're in the den and I tell Chloe that I'm excited for her solo. And then I say, it's been a really long rough road for Chloe. I said that Abby says that Chloe is no longer at Maddie's level, that Chloe can't keep up and that she's regressed. And I'm really happy to see Chloe being given the opportunity to prove that none of that is true. And I'm just pointing out for the 8 billionth time on this podcast that that is absolutely Abby's narrative. Like she comes up with whatever she wants the audience to believe to hear. Yeah. about each kid. And it's like, Chloe sucks, Chloe sucks, Chloe sucks. But when Abby needs like a big solo or a big duet to happen, it's usually Chloe and Maddie. Yeah. You know, so pick a side, Ab. Yeah. Can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, Abby can. Come on, Kelly. You know that. She wants all the cake and the hoagies and the meatball subs. And I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying we've seen her cry over subs. Okay, so now Abby calls the girls into Studio A. Please drink because she has on a bright green headband. I just drank. And then she goes in her interview, she goes, the group routine is a big hot mess right now. But once I get Asia in the number, I think it's going to come together. What? What? Uh, what? Well, uh, God, wait, wait till I talk. What? About Asia's part. I, I am like, I am totally and utterly befuddled by this statement. Because it's not like Asia comes in and dances the whole thing. She runs around. She runs around in a circle. Yeah, it's stupid. I am just like, what is happening here? But, you know, whatever. We'll go with it. Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, I open my big mouth about it. Don't I love worry. it. I yeah, love when you worry. open your big mouth. It's great. Always. We go upstairs, and I would like to point out that Christy's Ray really showed up with the girls today. <laughs> she always those, did. Those girls are out. Them cantaloupes. They're out to play, man. Cantaloupes. They're like, what's up? I'm here. Everybody take a gander. So now we're in Studio A. Abby tells Asia that even though she doesn't like to throw kids out at the end of a routine, Abby thinks in this case, it will be inspirational and the audience will love it. Okay. Doesn't she rip on Kathy every week for doing this with Bibby? Yeah. Okay. Every week. Meanwhile, she's the one that taught Kathy how to do it. 
with the right <laughs> like seriously you did you taught her how to do it so then she goes i want to use asia in this patriotic number because she's a little firecracker so i decided to have her hold the flag what i i would love no i wouldn't i was gonna say i would love to like crawl inside of abby's brain and try to figure out what the fuck she means when she says words like this like yeah what? What? she's a firecracker so give her the flag oh i guess fourth of july fourth of july yeah that's what uh, i was thinking okay 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 that makes sense got it okay anyway and she is a little firecracker but i don't understand why she just made her like run around that like and i say this upstairs when I, it's coming up i say it makes her look like she can't do anything right and I like Christy Ray looks at me and is like, "You weren't saying." I, I she think she can't thought I was being anything. rude. I, where I was saying like, Asia can actually freaking dance. Like, why is she running in a circle instead of doing something amazing? Right. I understood what you were saying. Yeah, but, Christy but Ray Christy didn't, didn't think I was saying that. She was like pissed, and I, I'm like, like I, that was like a compliment to Asia. Right. So we're going to get into that in one second because we're upstairs. Melissa tells the moms about her desire to homeschool her girls uh, so they can dance more. And she's like, well, I don't know about this year, but I'm absolutely doing it next year. And I would like to point out that I am wearing a bathroom rug as a sweater. Is that what we're calling for the ugliest outfit? I don't know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Did you see it? It was the ugly. No, there's another one coming up. Of yours? The yellow thing with the holes all through it. Oh, oh my God. God, I didn't even remember that I owned that. You know, I that was the dress I had on. It was ugly too. I, I don't what think it was as ugly as it, it was red and black, but it looked so ugly because it was like long and I had heels on. So it, it doesn't look bad when you wear a long dress and you have heels on, but when you have to take off your heels and stand in pyramid with no shoes oh, on, it yeah. makes your outfit look frumpy. I know. You would be like, my oh, outfit includes my shoes. It's right. It's, it used to piss me off. You, I remember you called one of the executives in California yeah, and said, you need to get us a runner so we can walk yeah. in on a runner. They never would. Because no. Abby did not want us looking good. No. And, and so it aggravated she, me. She because would win the argument all the time. Just like this outfit. Like, it looked 100% better when it had freaking heels on. Yep. It looked yep. froppy without shoes. Yep. So now Abby tells Asia not to let the American flag touch the ground. Oh, but she wants us to cut them up to make a costume. Yeah. Well, we did take a stand on this. We did. Yeah. Because I think the intention was to have us cutting flags and probably like, oh God, could you imagine the, the backlash we would have got from people online? And we didn't. We used like banners, even Chloe's bustle that I did was not an American flag. It was a piece of printed fabric that had like different whatever yeah. on it that I pinned to yeah. look like the bustle, like the uh, swags that people put on their porches. Yeah. So upstairs, you say in your interview, I think the only reason Melissa's pulling her kids out of school is to get them the head in the dance world. And that's a crock of shit. <laughs> I love you. But right there, I know they told me to say that because, well, me saying it's a crock of shit is me, but you, you can always tell it's me. Like that ending was mine, but they made me say getting them ahead in the dance world. Like yeah. I would never say that. Yeah. Like I would be like, it's full, it's a crock of shit that Melissa's trying to get her kids ahead. Right. But we have to say the dance world, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So then in her interview, I love that she's like, Maddie and Mackenzie really want to homeschool, you know? 
and they'll be able to get another hour of sleep in the morning. Kelly, I am so dead at this point, like all of her reasoning. I mean, by all means, homeschool your kids if you want to, but it's just like- You don't like, have to make excuses for it. Yeah. And by the way, all of the children were exhausted and could have used another hour of sleep. Yes. But I really thought, my biggest thing for why I wouldn't homeschool Chloe is because they did not give our kids time with the tutor, even for homework. Ever. Ever. So they would have never had time to- Yeah. Well, I, I never had mine homeschooled. Yeah. I think everybody else ended up doing home. I would not. Maybe it was because, like, Brooke was older and stuff and her classes were important. And, you know, like, when they were in third grade, it wasn't that important. But I, at this stage in Brooke's life, it was important. But I think the other thing to me was that's what kept them grounded. Like I told you, that's when they got to see friends and... They were just like everybody else. Like, I think that was so important. Yeah. Not that I'm against homeschooling, but no. in our situation. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it kept our kids grounded. So now we're going to get into Holly's head actually exploding on television. Twice. We get it twice. Because first she goes, school's not about the busy work. Oh, no, 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 no. In her interview, I love this. Let me back up for a minute. Holly says, do you want this experience that school... Wait, what do you want out of this experience that the school can't provide you? Holly, I can answer that. More time in the dance studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Melissa goes, Mackenzie's going to take piano. It'll be fun for her to take a piano class. I might take piano. That's the kind of shit Melissa would do. But yes, it would be fun to take a piano class. But to me, it was more important to take a math class. Yeah, even though you personally didn't like math with your nail file. I got another one. I have two. <laughs> yeah, Kelly keeps only for fucking nail files. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but I, I wanted my children to be better than me. So I agree. I, they needed to be in math class, not piano class. If there was no time for extracurricular activities, then that was just too bad. Right. Like we did what we had time for, but school came first. And then Holly goes... I'm not sure Melissa's taking her kids out of public schools for the right reasons. So immediately I felt like I was watching The Bachelor. Are you here for the right reasons, Melissa? No. Okay, great. And then Holly goes, school's not just about busy work. It's about can you think? Can you be a citizen in the world and think for yourself? These are hard questions because your child only gets one chance at education. And I was agreeing with Holly and I was yeah. watching Holly's head literally explode. Yeah. And then I said in my interview, isn't our role as a parent to make sure our children grow up educated? The only thing Maddie's going to know is a tondu. I'm sure that somebody said that because that's kind of shitty. And I have to say, it's worked out for her. Oh, absolutely. It's worked absolutely. out. And and Maddie, was, they were schooled. When when we say this stuff, I mean, they, they did have tutors. I, my sister tutored them. And then Greg ended up their stepdad. Oh, I forgot Greg did that. Yeah, Greg ended up doing them during their high school years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I forgot mean, about that. And they graduated and, you know, I mean, they're very smart girls. I just didn't want mine to be homeschooled because I have nothing against homeschooling. I just didn't want, I wanted mine to have that normalcy. Yeah. And when I was making fun of homeschooling with Sophia and stuff, it's not the whole of homeschooling because I know lots of people homeschool for various, various reasons, religious, maybe health, whatever, personal preferences. I don't care. I was talking about in this world and my personal thoughts. I did not want to give. Look, the bottom line is this. Abby had a lot of pull on the show. Okay. Tons of pull. 
behind the scenes. Now, did she cast the show? No, but did she have a pull? Absolutely. And obviously some children were favored. I did not want to give Abby producers anybody more power over my child than what was necessary, especially when it came to her education. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I I was like, there's no way I was going to let Abby determine when Chloe was allowed to read. Because they did, they did do that with even just their homework. Oh my God. Abby would be like, like if they tried to get to the tutor on the bus, she would be screaming at them. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're like, they need to go to the tutor. And she used to bitch all the time, like, why they had to pay the tutor. It was unnecessary. No, it's necessary. It's the law. Right, right. (laughs) Like, it is the law. Of course. But, you know, I don't know if you know, but some people think that their opinion's above the law. I'm just saying. Uh, Yeah, yeah. All right. So now, down in Studio A, Abby has Asia running practice running across the room while carrying the American flag. And I go, is that Asia's part? She just runs across the back and Christy laughs. And then Melissa goes, that looks bad. And Christy's like, I think Asia's just too short to carry the flag. And Abby's giving corrections, specifying that the girls need to chase Asia while she's running with the flag. And Christy Ray and I are laughing. And then I go, is this the Olympics? And did she just win the marathon? You know, like how they run. Yeah. Yeah. They run. Yeah. So that's when you say, I'm concerned that Asia's part makes it look like she can't do anything because it is the quote unquote Vivi part. And then Christy goes, this is where she gets real pissed. She goes, people know how my child dances. So I'm not going to get my feathers ruffled over this flag. And then Holly goes, do you really think everyone who knows who goes to dance competitions knows how Asia is dancing really? And I'm cracking up because good for Holly. Yeah, good for her. Well, because... Sometimes when our West Coast guests would come in, they're always like very indignant that we don't know who their kids are. Yeah. But to be but why fair, would we? why would we? We knew who the dancers were in our region who yes. were good. Like we yes. knew when we would see X, Y, and Z in the program book, they're good. They're on the other side of the country. Our kids aren't dancing against them, but these moms would come in and be like, you don't know who my child is? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But- Christy goes, I don't think enough people, wait, she goes, I think enough people that are important know how my daughter dances. Yeah. Yeah. Not us. We must not be important. Oh, and then I go, Asia might be a big deal on the internet, but so was a dog who can bark his ABC. Okay, bitch. (laughs) That was good. I got so many death threats over that comment. Really? Yes. Oh my. I got death threats galore on t- on Twitter. But I wasn't saying Asia is a dog that barks the ABCs. Yeah. I'm saying like... Just comparing it that people... Like weird shit. That stupid orange, that angry orange or whatever that was. It yeah. had like millions of followers. It was an orange. Yeah. You I, know? I totally got what you were saying. Right. Oh no, I, I, I got death threats for sure. And then... Kali and I keep insisting that Asia's online reputation doesn't necessarily translate into real life. And Christy Ray points out that Asia usually goes to larger competitions in other states. She needs to let us know that we're in the, uh, we're in the kiddie pool. She plays in the shark waters, the shark infested waters. We are from Pittsburgh and she's from LA. Right. You're the one who came to Pittsburgh to dance here. Exactly. You left LA, your big pool to come to our little pond there. Yeah. And Holly goes, 
I'm just stating a fact. The women up here did not know who Asia was, and there's nothing to disagree about. And then Christy goes, I didn't even know who Nia was. Yeah, you did, because you watched the show. Exactly, and you came here to dance with her. Yeah, but Holly goes, but I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah, neither would I. I wouldn't have expected her to know my kids if she was not on the TV show either. Right. And then Holly goes, the moms have worked really hard to get our girls where they are on this team. It's obnoxious for Christy Ray to Walton and act like she's a star. Holly is a hundred percent talking about the show in that statement. A hundred percent. We put up with bullshit for two seasons and you get to Walton. There's no doubt in my mind. And Christy goes, I'm not afraid to say anything at this time. And Holly goes, I don't care what you say and what you don't say. So let's get that clear. Sometimes we have nothing interesting or intelligent to say, and we should just be quiet. (laughs) I love you, Holly. And then Christy Ray goes, I won't be quiet because I always do have something interesting and intelligent to say. And Holly goes, I disagree on that one. We can agree to disagree. And then that's when I reach out like this. There's a famous meme of you and I. Where I'm holding my gun out and you lean in and I shoot you. <laughs> nice. It's terrible, especially in today's day and age. Yeah. That again is just who we are. Didn't say a word. I hold my gun out and you shot yourself with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to shoot myself with it a lot of times. <laughs> we are just, we are the two old men on the Muppet show. And we are. A hundred percent. No wonder why people think we're idiots. <laughs> We are. Because we are. (laughs) So now we have two days of competition and we're upstairs and Jill and Melissa are downstairs in the dance workshop looking for costumes. And Abby tells us in her interview, I only have two days with this number to get this number on stage. I need to make sure everything is perfect, including the costumes. My vision is patriotic and assortment of red, white, and blue. So I figured the moms could do it. And then yeah, you go. She, she got to get the costumes done. No, right. She just has to tell us to do them. But we can do it because she yeah. wants us to cut the flag. Yeah. And then you go. I thought it was against the rules to cut a flag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I go. I think that it's patriotic. My God, people died for the freedom that that flag represents, and for us to be like cover your ass with it is inappropriate. And then you go. You should not use it as a costume. We are patriotic Americans. Somebody please give us a day. We need a bank holiday. But this is where my shirt is so offensive. I can't even discuss it. Yellow? Yes. With all those little holes cut in it. Somebody let me cut my shirt. You're a weirdo. All right. So. I don't know where you bought all your clothes. Ugly. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. I used to walk in and go like this because we had 15 minutes and I would go and just bring them home and throw them on a pile. And I would pick one out. Me too. You know? Well, I, I did that. I ordered shit on Nordstrom's and then they would come in and it didn't fit or it was ugly. I would still wear it anyways just because I didn't have anything else to put on. And then you would keep it in your garage for decades. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the kids are, all, or I shouldn't say the kids, Chloe and Maddie are practicing their solo. Kenzie's sitting on the bench. Oh, Abby's wearing a headband. Drink! When isn't Abby wearing a headband? Sometimes when she has her big Delta Burke hair. I hope she watches the podcast and sees that she's the one that makes us an alcoholic. Yeah. Just between all of her shit and wearing all them headbands. You're to blame, Abs. All right. So in her interview, Abby goes, 
Throughout the history of ALDC, there has been more than one top dancer. Now there's Maddie and Chloe. They're amazing because they have each other to compete with. Every child gets better because of the girl standing next to her is getting better. And then we have talked about this, but we'll talk about it briefly. That is such an Abby thing. Oh, Abby 100% believes that. And it's been and going that's why on. you always say like that you didn't think Abby liked Chloe. I disagree with you on that. I, I, I do. I mean, I know, and I agree, Abby treated Chloe like shit, but I think Abby really did, she hated you, but I think she really did like Chloe and wanted Chloe to improve and thought Chloe had the ability to improve or she wouldn't have given her that attention per se. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't disagree because I do know that, if Abby didn't think Chloe was a good dancer, Maddie would have never had a, a duet with Chloe. I know that. Okay. But let me ask you this. Do you think that Abby used Chloe, not because she liked her, but because she was the one who could push Maddie? I don't know. I, I mean, I just think that she thought Chloe had the potential to, that right. if, she, if she put her up against Maddie... That the two of the, she used to do that with Catherine and right. Haley and Brooke. And Brooke. Yeah, like, no, no, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying I don't know if. But Abby, it was still the same thing, like because, like you say, well, she doesn't say them things to Maddie. She never did to Brooke either. She did that with Haley and Catherine, but it on Brooke's side, it was Brooke was the better one, but it was that they're gonna catch up, hauling right behind your butt. So you gotta watch out. Right. I look. I'm not disagreeing I'm playing devil's advocate so but she liked Haley and Catherine yeah and I think she liked I, I just don't know if you can say the things that she said to Chloe and like a child but that was at, uh, later in the show oh yeah I, I mean look look at her with Paige I mean she said the most horrible things to Paige she says she wants to be invited to her wedding and shit yeah like that's how Abby is like right I, I really do think Abby liked Paige even oh, though I think she Abby said liked the Paige sh- too. Yeah, but I look at the shit she said to Paige. Yeah, that's true. So I think she liked Chloe too. She just hated us. Mm. It, it's ugh, it's so hard to watch. This episode, I'll tell you when we get there, but this episode was it. So that in her interview, Holly goes, Chloe is just as talented as Maddie, but she's out of practice. I'm happy that Chloe is finally going to get a chance to show that she's the reigning national champ. Asia's in her rehearsal, ready for war. And Abby is sitting next to Mackenzie on the bench watching Asia rehearse her solo. And I was like, why is Asia wearing silver jazz shoes? But I think she does wear those on stage because her pants are silver. So I think somebody sprayed them. Actually, I think they were Brooks. The silver ones? Mm-hmm. What did Brooke have silver for? Um, her, um, Slinky. Oh, I forgot she was Slinky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's such a recovered memory. I totally forgot she was Slinky. Yeah, that, that was, was in what, costume. that toy, what was the dance? They were all a toy. Yeah. I don't remember if it was called Toy Story or something, but um, yeah, she was a Slinky. That and was cute. So I think that's why Asia was wearing them, was to see if they fit. And right, 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 right. Okay, so in her interview, Abby says, Asia's quite impressive. She has so much electricity, electricity when she dances. I think Mackenzie should sit and watch Asia. She's sitting on her butt and getting worse, and Asia's on stage getting better. And Mackenzie's face looks like she literally wants to kill someone. 
Yes. So Asia finishes dancing. Abby claps and gives a thumbs up to Christy upstairs. And Christy is like, yay! (laughs) And I want to vomit. Because, like, (laughs) when did you ever get a thumbs up upstairs, Cal? Never. 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 I never even get a look. Yeah, you do. She goes like this to you. Are you drinking? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're drinking. Yeah, fuck off. All right, so the girls are getting ready to rehearse the group routine. Abby leaves Studio A, and she goes to the front desk, and Melissa tells that us that she's going to go downstairs and ask Abby about the costumes. And Holly goes, well, Holly's, like, bringing it in this episode, which I appreciate, because yes. usually we're the narrators. Yes. And she goes, Melissa's made it very clear to all the moms that she's not the least bit threatened by Asia or Christy, but if I were Melissa, I would feel a little threatened. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Melissa definitely feels threatened. You can tell by her blinks. Oh, yeah. However she's, many she's... blinks Melissa has in a in a like a 13 second time period tells you how nervous she is. Yeah, she's definitely well, we'll see it in the next episode. Yeah, and please be please rest assured that I am not I know it seems like I'm always picking on her, but the thing oh, is I, is I feel that, like I have been this whole episode too. But we are very forthright in our emotions where she's trying to hide it. And it's like, just go with the story. Well, well my thing is, sorry to interrupt you. No, I don't care. But my thing is, we deal with this kind of shit every week, every week for three seasons. She's had it for two weeks and yeah, she's it, not willing it's to like talk the about end it. of the world. Yeah. Like we deal with this shit every week and people wonder why we're bitches. Not only do we deal with it every week, but then we're told we're jealous. And I'm like, I'm not jealous. I would have killed myself. Yeah. So down at the front desk, Abby asks about Mackenzie's injury. (laughs) And I can't. And then she points out that Asia could potentially take Mackenzie's spot. She arrived right when Mackenzie got injured. Um, And she's like, boom, this is when Asia arrived, which goes to show if you're if you really pay attention abby wasn't always pulling the strings like production brought her in because abby would not have stood for it but now she's going to take it and use what she can to their advantage Yeah. yeah yeah and so just to know that when abby is saying that she's like uh oh melissa you better look out they're setting mackenzie up but wink wink don't worry yeah so then in her interview, she goes, Asia and Mackenzie both have great qualities and they also have a lot of flaws. But if Mackenzie keeps sitting and Asia keeps dancing, Asia's going to get better. And Melissa looks like she wants to vomit on the spot, which I understand. Hey, that I, I felt that way every week. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I felt that every week. Yep. Um, and so now we're back. We have one day to competition, even though we're all wearing the same clothes. And we see the third rehearsal, Free the People, and all the girls are rehearsing except for Mackenzie. Abby is wearing the bright green headband again, so drink. And Abby talks to Paige about how she and Asia should handle the flag during the group routine. And she explains, when you put the flag over Paige's head, it needs to be vertical because Paige can't adapt quickly to that change. She wouldn't know how to just twist it around 90 degrees, which I don't know if she's like, being rude about Paige or she's just uh, giving yeah, Paige she's like, Paige is stupid. Yeah. You think Paige that's what she's saying? Figure it out. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay. I got you. Then, then she should have put somebody else in that part because nobody wants to do a part with a prop, especially like something like that. So she should have gave it to Maddie because Maddie's 
perfect. They could have, it would have worked. Right. Well, I literally wrote, I cringe when there's a prop. Please don't give it to my child. Please, yeah. God, please, God, no. That's yeah. what I wrote. Yeah. Well, that's the only reason Paige got it. Was right. Because it can be screwed up. So God forbid we'd give it to. Yeah. And Abby tells us the group routine is inspirational and patriotic that you just want to stand up when the flag comes out. And then she's telling us that she's giving corrections. She's specifying that the girls need to chase Asia while she's running with the flag. And she's screaming, Kendall, you're chasing her. Kendall, when you chase someone, would you want to be in front of them or behind them? Okay, I just have to take a moment to say that their chasing is the most awkward, in a circle. The most awkward run I've ever seen of humans in my life. Aren't they chasing in a circle? Yeah, it's stupid. So she's saying if you're chasing her before in front of her or after her. Well, the way the circle goes, somebody has to be in front At of her. At the end. Yeah. Right. Like, but then Jill goes, I love Jobster. She goes, what? You know, because she's like, what the fuck? Which I agree yeah. with. Yeah. And then she's saying they all got balled up. And she's like, you know, Maddie, Chloe, everybody's in the corner. But Kendall's the one who got yelled at, which I agree with Jill. Yeah. It wasn't just Kendall. And then at, here's Abby. Kendall, meet Asia. So condescending. And she's like, you're going to chase her around the room. When you get up, you go behind her. You fall in line. And that's when Kendall's trying to explain why she wasn't chasing Which her properly. I'm so proud that she spoke up. Yeah, but Abby completely ignores her. And she sends her out of the room. And she go, tells her to go work on the group routine in a different studio. But now the next time Kendall doesn't speak up, she'll get yelled at because she wasn't mature enough to, to speak up. Kelly, are you saying that Abby contradicts herself? Yes. Get your, get your cocktail glass out. All right. So now Kendall's crying. Brooke gives her a hug. They're in the dancer's den. And Jill goes to the front desk. And she goes, I work my butt off to make sure Abby has no reason to yell at me or my daughter. But she does anyway. Abby says dance is political. Well, I'm the one that walked her dog and bought her gifts. But she's still featuring Maddie, Chloe, and Asia and yelling at Kendall. Yeah. So Jill goes down to the front desk. And she says very politely excuse me like very politely and she goes there's something we need to discuss and abby's like i don't have anything to discuss and jill says well listen i need to find out and abby just goes in but why is your kid crying everyone else gets yelled at she's a baby and jill goes because you don't scream at any other kids like you scream at her i disagree with i you. disagree with that too yeah and Abby goes, if you even say one thing to Kendall, she starts crying to her mother. You know what, Kendall? If you want to be the baby of the team, that's fine. I, I hate that. I really I, hate I, Well, I discussed that earlier. Like, they're kids and... They cry. Yes. Yes, well, it's normal. And here is what I hate the most. Abby goes, go. There's the door right there. Because Abby loves to say, get out if you don't like it, knowing full well we cannot we get out. Yes. But it makes us look like idiots. Yep. So, and Jill goes, Abby, I wish it were that easy. Because she yeah. knows. She knows she can't. Right. And she goes, and if that's really what you want, then we will. And she's like, that's not what I want. And so they continue to bicker. And then Abby calls Kendall a brat. And Jill flips out. She goes, are you kidding me? There are brats in there. And Kendall is not one of them. And you know it. Okay, but I want to know who she's saying is the brats. I know. But then Abby's like, oh, you call somebody a brat. Meanwhile, Abby calls them brats every day. Yeah, but I want to know who Jill was saying were the brats. Because it wasn't all of them. I think she was pointing out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I'm going to stop there because we're already an hour and a half in. My dog is barking like an idiot. And 
we have to get obviously to the after party where we have lots to discuss. Yes. So if you are a patron, you can head over to patreon.com and listen to the after party episode where we're going to talk a lot more about, you know, some behind the scenes stuff, maybe give a little more insight into what's going on in our lives. So hey. we'll be back next week with the other half of this episode. I like the after party the best because it's not talking about all this miserable shit. Right. I mean, you, it what, sounds Kelly, like there's another dog in my house. Is it my dog? No, but there's two dogs barking in there. In mine? Or your In house? mine, yes. My One's bedroom. outside. It has to be, but I don't know. It's weird. It sounds like they're both in my house. They're not. What if you had an extra out. dog? Oh, God. No, thank yeah, you. Right. All right. We'll head over to the after party. If you're not part of Patreon, go to patreon.com slash back to the bar and you can join us for our after party. Oh, I have a really fun show to talk about, so I'm excited. Okay, good. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, Happy New Year. We'll be back for the second half of this one. And um, cheers to all of you. Cheers to 2024. Cheers. Oh, my goodness. Cheers, everybody. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.